0: Welcome back, another episode of Mindful Mayhem. I'm your host, Cody Tucker. As always, be sure to like and subscribe. Uh, So, wearing my Raiders jersey today in honor of the dumbest motherfucker to ever live. Henry Ruggs. Fucking Jesus, man. So, in case anybody doesn't know, Henry Ruggs, um, it's like superstar athlete, amazing receiver for the Las Vegas Raiders. Formerly, <laughs> the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, now he'll be on the, uh, whatever the fuck the name of the uh, team was on the longest yard. <laughs> yeah, we'll be starting that shit pretty soon. Um, so, this fucking idiot in Vegas, obviously, was driving, got in a wreck, at the fucking moment of collision, was going a hundred and twenty seven miles per hour in a I think a Corvette and killed so he hit a woman, killed her, and it's weird the all the news stories like make it very like like they want you to know that her dog also died. Which I think is the least important thing in this story. One, I mean, in general, fuck dogs. Uh, dogs kind of suck ass. But also, like, look, nobody's worried about her fucking the fact that her dog died. I think it's a little bit more important that she died. Uh, human beings are way the fuck more important than any animal. Um, sorry, but, you know. Anyways. So, this woman gets killed by Henry Ruggs. Um, then, and he gets out and seems pretty fucking fine. Like, isn't, doesn't seem that injured. His, um, you know, his mugshot has, um, like he's wearing a neck brace and he looks a little beat up, but really doesn't look that bad to be going 127 miles per hour, getting a wreck. That's fucking wild that he's alive. Um, so yeah, it turns out his blood alcohol level was over twice the legal limit. Um, he also had a loaded gun, which, you know, whether or not that has anything to do with anything, who knows, but they were damn sure going to make sure you knew that he had a weapon on him, which, you know, has nothing to do with being drunk and driving, but still. Um, so yeah, he is facing 40 years in prison. So that's what happened. Um, You have to be the dumbest son of a bitch on the planet to be a millionaire athlete like Henry Ruggs. And you're in Las Vegas. And I think he was like on the Vegas Strip, which, look, if you've ever been to Vegas and you're driving on the Las Vegas Strip, I don't know how the fuck you can go 127 miles per hour on that shit. Because it is like whenever I drove on it, I was going like 50 miles an hour tops. And that was like about as fast as you're going to get. So he was flying. Um, but like if you're like that rich, why the fuck are you not just getting an Uber? Like, drink, get fucking trash, do fucking snort some rails, fucking shoot up shoot up some smack for God's sakes. Like do whatever you want. Like you're in Vegas. That's the whole point of this fucking city. Like, the reason this shit is in the middle of the desert is so that you can do anything you want. But don't fucking drink and drive, you dumb shit. And, look, I would be just the fucking death pedal. I think, and look, this is hypocritical of me, I know. Uh, I love drinking and driving. Or loved drinking and driving. I used to drink and drive all the time. (laughs) Like, at least four days a week, I would get hammered. And then just drive around. Um, Usually it was to go get more alcohol. But, you know, I would, like, kind of cruise around for a second, come back home, drink, um, eat Taco Bell, throw up, and then go to sleep. That was pretty much the daily routine. Um, Hence this. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, drinking and driving is a fun thing to do. (laughs) It's not a smart thing to do. But I was pretty good at it. Like, I was, like, you know, surprisingly good at drinking and driving. Um, It's really not that hard to do. Like, drinking and driving is pretty fucking easy to do. Um, Like, you know, I would drive and be like, damn, uh, I didn't know this road had four lanes. And then close an eye and go, oh, never mind. It's only two. So all you gotta do is just close one eye and then just keep looking at your odometer. Make sure you're going the speed limit, close an eye, make sure you're staying in between the lanes and you're fucking solid. Like it, drinking and driving is not hard to do. Um, I mean, I've driven blacked out before. Uh, I mean, I guess I was at one place and ended up somewhere else and the only way to get there was driving. So I assume I drove drunk there, blacked out Anyways, Um, fun times. So, but I was never, ever getting trashed and driving 127 miles an hour, which actually, the the top speed he was going at any point was 156. Yeah, he was going 156, which, I mean, is fucking flying. Like, whenever I would drive drunk, I would go like, I would make, I would be so nervous that I was going to get pulled over and get a DUI. So I would like be constantly going up and down, up and down, looking at road, odometer, road, the way is the odometer, speedometer. (laughs) I'd be be a dumb motherfucker. I'm looking at, oh damn, I'm going 140,000 miles an hour. Yeah. Uh, No, so speedometer, road, speedometer, road, speedometer, road, all the, every single time, just looking and making sure I'm... On the mark of whatever the speed is, or under. Um, I was making sure like I'm coming to complete stops. Like I'm doing. I was driving, <laughs> probably driving better drunk than I would sober. Because sober, I'm like fucking. Well, I mean, I don't know. I'm still like a pretty decent driver. Like, I don't drive fast and all that shit. But like, I enjoy driving drunk. It's a fun thing to do. Shit, Lyndon Johnson did it, and he was goddamn president. That son of a bitch used to like, he loved drinking and driving so much that he would like, and you know, if you're president, you're not, you are legally not allowed to drive a car. Uh, so Lyndon Johnson would have, you know, him and like some secret service people go down to his ranch in Texas. And he had, uh, what's the cars that they drive? Lincoln Continental. Like, so he had a Lincoln Continental that was, you know, equipped with like mud tires, fucking like a steel under thing whatever and like better suspension so that he could drive through his like ranch through all the land and have like a glass of scotch and as soon as it would be empty he would like slow down hold his hand out the window with a glass and then a secret service dude would get out of the car behind him run over there fill it up get back in and then they just drive around that was like his like what he did for vacation (laughs) which hey amen Look, if I still drank, I would do the same fucking thing. It's it is a fun thing to do. <laughs> it shouldn't be. It's really bad to be propagating um drinking and driving. But it's hard to deny when something is fun. So I mean Disney World's fun. Drinking and driving is fun. Just for different reasons. But um yeah, so Henry Ruggs kills a woman. Like he's like, why? You are a fucking millionaire. Why are you even driving? Do you understand like how much I hate like you know, aside from like the drinking driving, I hate driving. Fucking hate it. I hate being in a like, I hate driving a car. I hate all of it. Dude, if I was a fucking millionaire like Henry Ruggs or anybody, I would never drive again. Ever. I would have a chauffeur at all times. Like, you are out of your fucking mind to even be driving whenever you're rich. Like, if I was a millionaire, like, I would do nothing. I'd be such a piece of shit, more of a piece of shit. Like, I wouldn't, I would do nothing. I wouldn't leave my house if I didn't have to. Like, like fucking Howard Hughes, like, pissing in fucking mason jars. (laughs) I have, like, six-inch long fingernails and all that shit. Yeah, like, I I just don't get it. I don't get why you, like, why the fuck are you drinking and driving when you're rich and driving a 100, basically 130 miles an hour, and you get in a wreck and live, which is insane. Like, you can look up the mugshot, and he does not look like he was in a 130 mile an hour collision. Like, it looks like he was, like, in, like, a fucking slight fender bender. Like, he's wearing a neck brace and shit, which... I mean, it is insane. Like, dude, you... Like, CTE must have been hitting his ass real quick. Because <laughs> I think this is just like a second year playing, like, at the NFL. So, yeah. Oh, shit. What a fucking idiot. Yeah. I mean, goddamn, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, just the Raiders keep getting uh, fucked more and more. <laughs> I mean, we are uh we do usually at least have a couple felons on the team at all times. So and I think this year the record was looking pretty clean, so you know, Henry Ruggs is just taking one for the team. And we gotta keep the streak alive. <laughs> I'm telling you, if OJ's knees still worked, he'd be on the Raiders right now. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. Well, speaking of murderers, uh, Alec Baldwin's on the loose. <laughs> Dude, this fucking. Uh, this story keeps getting crazier and crazier every time I read something about it. So. Hold oh on. Angular ship water. All right. That was unnecessary. Anyways. So. Alec Baldwin uh, was on a film set for some horseshit Western movie that no one is going to see. That's really kind of the sad part is this lady died for a movie that no one gave a fuck about. I don't know anyone who was like, man, I can't wait to go see rust. <laughs> like, look, I can get it. You know, if you die making like, you know, Avengers or something, cause like at least a bunch of people give a fuck, but like this lady died for nothing. But it was really just a matter of time before Alec Baldwin snapped and killed someone. I think it was coming for a long time. And I honestly don't think this is the first person he's killed. Um, I think all the other ones were probably like hand-to-hand. Hand-to-neck, really. But, um... I don't know, it doesn't strike me. Alec Baldwin strikes me as the person who has killed multiple people. Actually his him and his brothers strike me as people who together have killed hookers. Um all four of them. They definitely strike me as some as people who have like as a group of brothers murdered at least I would say nine prostitutes over the years. So this is a like I mean, this is just another one on the body count for Alec. But, um, yeah, so, like, apparently they're filming a scene, and Alec Baldwin has a gun, which is crazy that in movies they even use real guns. I mean, I know they use, like, real guns, and they usually have, like, blanks, like, dummy rounds. You can't make a prop gun that weighs the same as a gun, looks the same, and, like... Like, um, what are the guns? Like a, like, a fucking cap gun that just looks realistic. Still makes the sound and everything and, like, has, like, a little fire shootout. Like, like, you have to use a real gun and you just put fake bullets in it that look, like, if you look up pictures of fucking dummy rounds, like what a dummy, like, a blank looks like versus a regular bullet, fucking identical. They look the exact same. And it's a miracle that there haven't been, like, Way more people killed. So we had Brandon Lee, um, which his was because they were shooting so many blanks that like basically the like pieces of plastic kind of had like basically melted themselves into a shape of a bullet inside of the gun. And whenever they shot one of the dummy rounds, it shot that plastic chunk, hit Brandon Lee in the chest and killed him. Um, this one, it was just loaded with real bullets. Like somehow real bullets got into this gun, and everybody's like, "Oh, well, we don't know how the fuck that happened." Then the then you find out that the armorer on set, this uh, lady. <laughs> yeah, I love that because she's a woman. That that's why uh, <laughs> that that's why that happened. Anyways, <laughs> a man would have known there was real bullets. Um so <laughs> this lady um low somehow real bullets get into this gun and the armorer is the person on set who's supposed to be inspecting it basically like in control of safety of this um Alec Baldwin gets the gun to film the scene he shoots the gun off it hits uh the cinematographer is that what she was I don't know so it hits one the crew kills her Helena Helena Hutchinson, I think is her name. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure she was the cinematographer. Kills her. Um, also, like, injured the director. Um, so then they're trying to figure out, like, okay, what? Like, how the fuck did these bullets get into the gun? And then you hear reports that fucking people were using that gun, like, crew members. But in between takes, you know, whenever there's just, like, a shitload of time, like, to kill, they're... Out Like back because they're in the middle of the goddamn desert. There's nothing to do. There's back there doing target practice with this gun and using real bullets for target practice. So and then they're trying to act like it's oh we have no idea what happened. Well, if somebody was using target practice with the gun, and they're doing it in between takes, it seems pretty fucking obvious what happened that they were using the guns for target practice it was time to film or about to be time to film to go put the gun back forget that there was like one or two live rounds still in it somebody goes in and starts putting blanks in it but those blanks are gonna be you know the third bullet that comes out of the gun like how how was like it doesn't take fucking encyclopedia brown to figure out how the fuck this happened so I don't know what they're like I'm like oh we just we have no idea how this could happen bullshit they know exactly how this happened. It was people not doing what the fuck they were supposed to do. Um, when people die on movie sets all the time, it's really interesting that people don't really hear about it, but people die in movies all the time. Fucking what? Like the right stuff. A guy got fucking stuck in the, uh, the, the plane and burned alive. And they used that shit in the movie. Uh, I think Top Gun one of the people died um I know like pretty recently it was in I think one of the Avengers movies someone died I mean yeah, shit happens all the time and then like an actors die in movies sometimes like the famous one is Vig Morrow um who is Jennifer Jason Leigh's dad he was they were filming the Twilight Zone movie and I think it was John Landis I think who was filming that segment of the movie uh, they're filming inside, which this, the whole fucking backstory this year, like, someone's gonna, it, how was it a shock that anyone died in this? Um, They're filming this scene, and they're filming it indoors with a real helicopter that's supposed to be flying over Vic Morrow, and he's holding these two kids, and, like, running with them through this, like, lagoon. And they're filming it inside, and the helicopter flying inside, which, to me, just seems real fucking sketchy and apparently John let me make sure that it's John Landis who did this because I'm about to shit on this person real hard and I kind of want to make sure that it's the right person Twilight Zone movie accident who the fuck was it okay come on god damn it uh Big Morrow damn this is 1982 John Landis. Okay, it was John Landis. So, John Landis is the guy that directed, um, like, American Werewolf in London, uh, Animal House. Um, What else? Uh, He did the, like, thriller video. He's kind of known for being a piece of shit. Like, a complete piece of shit. Um, Which a lot of directors are. A lot of them. She kind of have to be like a tyrannical asshole to want to direct a movie anyways, because you're in charge of everyone and you're having to be in charge of people, actors and actresses who have insane egos. So you have to have a bigger ego than they have. So no shit. Most directors are out of their fucking minds. Anyways, John Landis is filming this scene and, um, he keeps telling the pilot. Like, now nah, you got to go closer. Like the, the, the helicopter's got to get lower and the pilot was on I'm like, fuck that dude. Like I'm already super low. And like also because we're flying over water, there's not the same like lift that you could get. Like you apparently, I'm no goddamn expert on aviation, but from what I read, if a helicopter is over land, it's way more stable as far as like any dips and anything like that, because ground's harder. If it's over water, the helicopter can kind of dip like, in and out a little bit, just because as the water gets dispelled, the like, the more water that gets pushed out, the lower the helicopter will go. And it's kind of hard to control that. So, John Lannis is like, uh, I don't give a fuck. Get lower. And the guy's like, alright, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> and they're filming the scene, and you can actually watch the video of it, and it's fucking wild. Um, the helicopter's going lower, and you just see it just dives down. Like, it's going low, and it's staying low, and then it just kind of goes. Zoom. And the blades hit Vic Morrow and cut his head off. And then the helicopter crashes into him and the two kids and kills all three of them. And John Landis has been making movies for the last 40, wait, 1982, 40 years, and no one gives a fuck. And John Landis should be in fucking prison for that. Like, you are being told by a pilot, like, if I was a director and a pilot told me, like, yeah, this is kind of dangerous, I'd be like, okay, well, let's figure out something else. And I'm not, like, some saint. Like, I'm basically a piece of shit, too. But, like, even I would be, like, I would have the fucking decency to listen to people who are experts. And usually a pilot's a pretty fucking good expert on aviation, at least compared to my fat ass, like... I don't know any of that shit, so if I mean, yeah, if this if I was saying like, hey, is there any way we could go lower for the shot? And the guy was like, mm, it's gonna be way too dangerous. He'd be like, okay, well, maybe maybe try a different fucking camera angle. I mean, if you can make goddamn Gandalf look like he's eight feet tall, you can surely make a helicopter look a little lower. Like ugh, fucking goddamn. So yeah, so Vic Morrow and those two kids are dead because of people being on a movie set. And not knowing what the hell they're doing. And now Alec Baldwin is publicly a murderer. <laughs> Which, like I said, privately. I'm sure he already was one. But publicly he is a murderer. Um, But to be honest, he is not the Baldwin brother that I thought would have been the first one to be uh, a murderer. He's like the third, most likely. Daniel number one. That mother... Yeah, like... I mean, if you go on Celebrity Rehab, there's a good chance you're going to end up being a murderer. And I remember him being on that show, and it was wild. Then I go Steven. Steven Baldwin's batshit crazy. Then Alec, and then Billy. Nobody gives a fuck about him. He seems all right. But then again, he could. I mean, that's usually how it is. Everybody thought Jeffrey Dahmer was a nice dude until they smelled something real weird coming out of his apartment. (laughs) That's fucking nuts. Dude, if you're going to murder people and leave them in a fridge, I wouldn't live in a goddamn apartment. Like I lived in the last apartment that I lived in. No, not the last one, the one, but the one of the apartments I lived in, uh, dude, that fridge went out all the time. And I remember like I'd moved in from one apartment to the other. And so I hadn't gone into the old apartment in a little while like three days, maybe, no, two days. I go in, I'm like, what the fuck is that smell? And I opened the fridge and the fridge has been out for at least two days. And all the food was just fucked. And it smelled so bad that I threw up on the ground. And I left it. (laughs) So uh, no security deposit. But (laughs) fuck it. Anyway, so that happened. I mean, I halfway threw up on the ground. I threw up in the trash can. But I started throwing up into the ground. It was enough to be like, oh, that's throw up. Like for whoever it is that had to come clean it, they were like, "Oh god, that's throw up." But it wasn't like the giant. It wasn't like a giant pile of pee. I don't feel bad about that at all. I should, I guess. But, anyways, so I can't imagine when Jeffrey Dahmer had human body parts in this freezer, and his power and the power in the apartment went out, and people started being like, "What the fuck is that smell?" It had to have been horrible. Like, why we. Don't have human body parts. In an apartment. Like that's house behavior. (laughs) Fucking murder. and (laughs) Sodomy murder. And cannibalism are all. Like you have to have your own yard. To do do shit like that. (laughs) God damn. That's wild. It's so wild how much like. Especially back in the 70's and 80's. How like. People looked at gay people. I mean, not that, I mean, obviously a lot of people still look at gay people in, like, a negative way. But, um, like, in the 70s and 80s, like, there's that story of, like, Jeffrey Dahmer about to, you know, sodomize and murder and eat this dude. And then he escapes and is running down the hall, down the stairs of the apartment, and gets out onto the street, sees a cop and is like, help me, help me, help me. And Jeffrey Dahmer runs with this, oh no, we're, we're lovers and we're just having like a bit of a fight. And the cops are like, Ugh, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, no, all Jeffrey had, Dahmer had to do was just tell the cops that they're gay. And the cops like, I want nothing to do with this. <laughs> and this dude died and was eaten. <laughs> dude, yeah. Yeah, gay people have been through some shit. That's why you never fight a gay dude. Ever. Like, I mean, I never would. Any, I mean... Like, I'm cool with it, you know. Whatever, love is love, um, as long as you're an adult. But like, like gay dudes, ha- they have to know how to fight. And I'm—I know that I would. I mean, I can't fight. I've been in like one real fight, and I got kicked in the back of the head, and that's about all I remember. <laughs> like, being a big dude it means nothing. This is all fucking show weight. Like a damn, uh, like a county fair pumpkin. Like. <laughs> yeah. So, nah, gay dudes are, those fuckers are no joke. Lesbians for that matter, too. Um, like, lesbians, I mean, I could, I would get my ass whooped by a fucking lesbian. Um, Especially, you know, like the, <laughs> uh, how's the, what's the right way to, is butch a sl- like a slur? to say Butch I know you can't say the one that robs a bike (laughs) but is Butch does Butch count I don't know anyways those motherfuckers studs I guess you can still say stud (laughs) I don't know it doesn't seem like you can anyways um, those fuckers definitely know how to fight oh yeah like oh yeah I'd get my ass whooped real quick by one of them And gay dudes. So really, just yeah, don't fight gay people. But you shouldn't anyways. They're usually alright. right. God damn. What the fuck was I even talking? Oh yeah, Jeffrey Dahmer. (laughs) That's weird. uh, Yeah. So yeah, it's it's so weird how cops used to just like look at gay people or people in general used to just look at gay people like, stay the fuck away from me. Like this dude is a cop, and. Like, a dude is running out screaming, saying, help me, help me, help me. And all Jeffrey Dahmer had to do was just tell him that they were, like, about to fuck each other. And the guy guy was like, get the fuck out of here. Like, (laughs) he ignored every sign. God damn. (laughs) Man. Yeah, like. It's amazing to me. It's also amazing, like, how desensitized I am to shit like that. Like, because I watch so many murder documentaries. So, like, I look at murders, like, almost like, like, like when I look at their, sh- their, like, I look at their stats the way that I look at, like, football stats. So, like, if I'm watching, like, um you know, a serial killer, like, documentary series, then they'll show, like, um, you know John Wayne Gacy, you know, say, like, 33. I'm like, oh, damn, those are pretty good numbers. And then, <laughs> and then they'll go to, like, Ted Bundy, and it's like, Arrested for thirteen, but possibly sixty. I'm like, oh, well, thirteen. Like, yeah, those aren't those aren't great stats. But but sixty, yeah, that could be good. And then they'll show one who's like, oh, oh, who's the fucker? Son of Sam, David Berkowitz. They'll say like five. I'm like five. Like you should be, you shouldn't even be in the fucking league. <laughs> like I look at it like it's a fucking NFL stat, which is not good. These are people that are dead. But that is how, like, those shows made me look at I'm like, damn, like, okay, five five murders? Like, that's not a lot. 30? Oh, shit. Okay, this guy's like an all-star. <laughs> it's like home runs. Oh, my God. That can't be healthy. Yeah. And then, like, Manson, you're like, oh, damn, he only killed one person. But I guess if you can, you know manipulate people into killing a bunch of people, which they didn't even kill a bunch of people. They killed, I don't know, actually, like I've, the more I've read into it, the more I'm like, man, these people might've killed like 40 people. Cause there's so many people that got, allegedly got murdered at at spawn ranch at that desert. And then there's like all these like drug dealers that ended up dead. and, and, And then a guy in like France that ended up dead in like weird fucking circumstances that were oddly similar to Manson family shit. And at that time, Bobby Boussoulet, I think. No. Steve Grogan. Clem Grogan. One of of the Manson family guys was in France at that time, like in the exact same city, exact same spot, exact same hotel that this guy that died and had like helter-skelter type shit painted everywhere. So I don't know where I'm going with that, but if you're going to be a serial killer, you know, swing for the fences. (laughs) So Alec Baldwin, you you got a lot of work to do. Yeah, but Alec Baldwin's gonna. It's, it'll probably kill me. If you never see me again and I die in a mysterious circumstance, <laughs> it was Alec Baldwin. <laughs> All right, well, that's it for this one. Goodbye.